What if every word you spoke each day actually came into existence? Think about that. Yesterday, would you have built your life up or would you have torn it down? Sometimes I wish that I could record my entire day, go back and listen to myself and see if I made my life better or did I make it worse? Because you know, God spoke the world into existence in seven days. Our words have power. We are going to dig deep into that today. Stay tuned because you're going to love this. And it is so, so important. Welcome to episode 48 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I love to come through this podcast week after week and share our faith and our life's journeys with you. We're two perfectly imperfect women, but we truly have a heart and we know that God's word will help you today. Yeah, what we love to share is about this incredible God that we have developed a relationship with. We left religion behind and it's all about this relationship. And in order to hear from him, we plug into that power source. We plug into our creator every single week before we start our episode. And we'd like you to come along and do that with us right now. I'm going to set the clock for 20 seconds while we all invite God to open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our heart to feel what he would have to say to us today. Our 20 seconds start right now. Here we go. That's it, that's 20 seconds. And if you've been following us, first of all, thank you. But second of all, I hope you've grown that 20 seconds to be far more than 20 seconds of stillness, maybe even a whole five minutes before your feet hit the ground every morning. It will change your life the more you can come into stillness with God. But getting back to these words, we have talked about this in some prior episodes, but it is so important. And when Teresa brought it up to me, boy, did I feel like I need that today. Boy, do I wish I could remember every day, every whisper that came out of my mouth, Teresa. Yes, absolutely, Renee. You know, the Bible has so much to say about the words of our mouth. And we have a scripture here that is very strong. And I think it really exemplifies what God is trying to say. In Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, the Bible says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Wow. Do you mean, is God trying to communicate to us that there's creative power in the words that we speak? You know, Renee, when I go back and I think about Genesis, right? God created the world with the words of his mouth. You know, the Holy Spirit was hovering over the face of the earth, waiting for the words of God to speak. And boy, did he ever. In boom, creation, the earth, the seas, all of the fish, the birds of the air, 
etc., etc., were formed and called into existence. But we are warned in the Bible that as powerful as our words can be to create in the positive, our words can also tear down if we're speaking negative. It's so true. It's like everything in our physical body, in our physical world, it doesn't know if you mean good or bad. It just knows the words. The, the words have no right or wrong unto themselves. They are what they are. So even when we're joking, Teresa, and we say, you know, I think I've talked about this. My mother used to say, you kids are driving me crazy. She was half joking, but really the words go out there and sure enough, the kids are driving you crazy, right? That is so true, Renee. And when you said that, I just uh, thought about a friend of mine, uh, a Christian woman who we were talking about the words of our mouth. And, you know, she was doing something outside. She fell and she broke her arm and God reminded her, you know, how many times did you say, give me a break, give me a break, give me a break. You know, Renee, in Matthew chapter 12, verse 36, you know, Jesus taught that we will give an account in the day of judgment for every idle word we speak. Oh my goodness, I'm not sure where to go from here. But uh, we know that words are powerful. We know, for instance, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12 says, God watches over his word to perform it. Isn't that amazing? And in Isaiah 55, 11, God's word does not return void to him, but accomplishes that for which he sends it forth to accomplish. So the words we speak have life, have creative force, have power. So I am so careful, especially, Renee, when we pray and we're believing God for something, the last thing we want to do is then turn around, speak negatively over the situation we just prayed positively about. Because in essence, a negative talking about our situation cancels out the positive speaking during the prayers. Does that make sense, Renee? It, it really does. And, you know, I'm reminded, Teresa, in a lot of work that I've done on brain training, when I went through my tumor, my kidney tumor story that everyone's probably heard by now, I, I really studied the power of words and science because of all the great technology available to us today. Science, even people who don't understand God like we do, they have proven the power of the words. And it's really a powerful lesson that gets taught in the non-spiritual world. It is truth. It is what it is. The words have power and they do cancel each other out. That's why I'm, I'm really, I'm onto something here with recording myself for an entire day. I don't know. I, I, I bet I could do it with technology, but I really want to test myself in this, Teresa, and make sure. So that was one thought that came to mind. The second was when you said that we will be giving an account for the words that we spoke. And I, for one, it, it kind of scares me because many of you have heard of some of my 
professional career background. And uh, as a woman in business, I had to be pretty aggressive. And I got to tell you, if I went back and looked through the the mirror of those times, I bet there were a lot of times that I would not put at the top of my high high achievement list. But I really love that thought about, not in a scary way of being held accountable, but in a, wow, this is great because knowing that, Teresa, I will definitely focus more closely on those words. It also makes me think that if I focus on just that one thing, which is my tongue and my words, as opposed to did I, was I kind enough? Did I do enough? Did I work enough? Did I achieve enough? What if I just focused on did I speak properly every day? I bet things would be totally different. That if I put that higher on my list, Teresa, of things that I'm trying to do with kindness and gratitude, and they're all amazing and important, but I think I need to raise the power of my words to a higher priority based on what God's word is saying. And I would totally agree. And I would say to our listeners, raise the bar. What are the words that are coming out of your mouth? Faith speaks, but unfortunately, doubt speaks also. And we know that faith pleases God. We know that God is a God of faith. He loves faith. The book of Hebrews says those who come to God must believe he is. He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. The Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, you know, what are some of the practical ways, uh, you know, listeners, you might be saying, okay, I need help in this area. How can I raise the bar in my speech? Well, one of the practical ways is to ask the Holy Spirit, to ask God for his help. You know, the Bible says in Psalm chapter 19, verse 14, let the words of my mouth in the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So I, I have that verse by my bedside because I like to wake up in the morning and I like to say, Lord, today I purpose in my heart the way Daniel did that I want to be obedient and that I want the meditations of my heart in the words of my lips to be pleasing to you. And Renee, I actually say, may they be few where they need to be few because of course I love to talk, but we have to be so careful because once words come out of our mouth, there's no way in retracting them. Now, sure, we can go to the person and we can apologize, but boy, how many times, Renee, you know, have you had a hard conversation with somebody and they were careless with their words and those words sort of sting and they, it takes a while for those stinging words to calm in your soul and then to eventually, you know, reduce them to a place that of non-significance in our life. So we really want to be careful in our relationships, the words that we speak to one another. It's so true, Tisa. We talk a lot about my Prince Charming Peter, and 
I know sometimes when I speak without thinking, with a quick remark back, I can see his whole little face just get so sad that those words came out of my mouth. And trust me, in the 25 years we've been together, I've gotten better, but it still happens. And when you have someone as a partner that helps you be better with those things. So he knows better than to react, but he's still hurt. Wow. Does that make a big difference in how I then begin to speak and become very quick to apologize? Like you learn these things and it's part of the training, but you're talking about how, what are some of the practical things that we can do First and foremost, absolutely, ask ask God's help, ask the Holy Spirit to take control of that tongue. And I love that scripture that you do every morning. So that's a big one. And the second thing is be very quick to apologize. We've said the words, you're absolutely right. They're out there and they live. But just like we can negate a positive prayer, we can help negate those kinds of words with, I really am sorry, I love you. And that was not what I meant in my heart, right? It's so true, Renee. And I just love Christianity. I just love the faith that we practice every day because the Holy Spirit is in us. We have a guide. We have a counselor. We have the great God, the Spirit of God himself living inside of us. And, you know, as we have said in in many episodes, we are more than a conqueror through him who loves us in that he always gives us the victory. So if the words of our mouth are not as gentle and encouraging as we would like them to be with a simple help, Lord, boy, he'll come right in and he'll start helping us. So where at one time we might see destruction lay in our path that has been, in the future, we could see a brighter path where relationships and the events of our life will start turning as we look to him for for help. You know, the Bible says in the New Testament, a few places, I love the book of Colossians chapter four, verse six, Renee, it says, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. And in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 29, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Isn't that wonderful? I want to be a conduit of good things coming out of my mouth. That's a great one, Tree. So will you read that one more time for me, that Philippians 4, 29? Yeah, actually, uh, Renee, it's Ephesians 4, verse 29. It says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Isn't that beautiful? We can pray that every morning also. Lord, help me to build people up. Because we know, Renee, when the soul is full of good cheer, when the soul is full of encouragement, boy, people are going to want to do more. People are going to be joyful. 
and we're going to walk in unity. And we know that when we walk in unity with others, that so much more will be accomplished in the soul will the soul of man, S-O-U-L, will be full and healthy and prosperous. When I think about our world and how much we communicate today, human to human with words mostly written, it's amazing. And it almost makes me think that some of the struggle the world is having right now is because so many words are out there living because we have this wonderful technology that just like we're saying, can build up each other or tear down each other. You know, choose this day, right? Choose this day who you will serve is what the word of God says. Choose this day what you will say, right, Teresa? That's that's so very true. Each and every day, we have a wonderful opportunity to wake up. You know, the Bible says in the book of Lamentations that his mercy and his grace, they're fresh and new every morning. Thank goodness for that, that we don't have to stay in a bad place in our life, that we can look to God Almighty to help bring our life to a better place. And, you know, again, I want to remind our listeners uh, that 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 says, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? So for those of us who know the Lord and who are born again, we just have to say help and our helper, it comes right alongside to strengthen us when we want to say something that might be out of line. And so Again, if you're listening for the first time today, I encourage you, invite Jesus Christ into your heart to be Lord and Savior, because that's when the Holy Spirit comes into your your spirit and you're born anew. Um, But he is our help. He is our guide in life. You know, Renee, we're not perfect, but we can have a perfect heart towards God to want to do his will. You know, Renee, yesterday was my 27th anniversary of walking with the Lord. April 14th of 1994, I invited Jesus Christ into my heart. And I can say, when I look back, my life has gotten brighter and brighter and more joyful. And I've been through some things. Um, I've been through depression. I've been through sickness. I've been through some really heart-wrenching things in life. But I can tell you that every jot and tittle of God's word has come to pass. Every situation that I have been through, and Renee, you know, um, has God has brought me through victorious. And today I stand here full of faith, full of joy, and in such a beautiful relationship with God himself. That was the key, such a beautiful relationship with God himself, because for 27 years, you've been trying to grow a relationship with God and you ha- and you have succeeded. It has grown and it has grown because you chose to grow that relationship. It sounds difficult sometimes for a listener if you can't see this God and you don't understand how a relationship would would grow, but just compare it to my 25 years with my husband, Peter. 
And I was speaking to a friend this morning and she's newly in love. And she said to me, I'm afraid of it. And I said, listen, every night, Peter and I hug and cuddle. And he says, how can I love you more than I loved you 25 years ago? Like I, we're in awe of love and all that it is, Teresa, and all that it can be when what? When you give attention to it, when you work on it. Peter and I didn't get to 25 years of being more in love than we were by not giving attention to each other, by not working with each other on our issues, on our stuff. It's the same way with my relationship with God and with yours. I fall down. I go to God every morning. I ask him for forgiveness for the times I missed it, for the words I spoke that were not what they should have been. Ask forgiveness for how I hurt him. And then we move on and we grow this relationship and we hear from him and it does grow. It's the same thing, Teresa. So it's a great testimony. It sure is, Renee. And you know, when you think about it, relationships begin with what? They begin with a word. They begin with an introduction. I can attest to your relationship with Peter. It's so wonderful. It's so strong. I think of the times when I can hear him right now in my ears saying, Renee, you are my blessing. What beautiful words. Those beautiful, positive words, Renee, still ring in my heart. And that was many years ago. I remember we were, you know, uh, sitting around your table, sharing a meal, talking about blessing. And his words to you blessed me. That's how powerful our words can be. And, you know, Renee, when I think about uh, that all-important relationship that you and I have with God, that it started with a word, right? The, the book of Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, which is right standing with God, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So there again, I feel we're coming full circle. We again can see the heart in the mouth connection. As a matter of fact, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So another thing I pray, and I think we can close on this, is Lord, search my heart. Renew a right spirit in me. So when words are coming out of my mouth that aren't right, out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks what's going on in my heart. And that's a whole episode for another time, Teresa, but a beautiful reminder that if I'm not speaking the words that I wanted to speak today or yesterday, ask God to check my heart and clean it out. I love that. That's a great reminder. That's a great scripture, Renee. You know, and I just uh, found it. It's in Psalm 139, 
verse 23 and 24, God search my heart. And, uh, and that's what we want. We want to be pleasing to God Almighty. We want to walk confidently and joyfully with him. You know, I'm reminded of a scripture that says that if our hearts do not condemn us, right, we can ask uh, for what we want. And, and of course, God answers our prayers. And I think it has to do with, you know, the confidence that we have because, you know, we do have a conscience and we want to be clear with that conscience always. And so if, you know, if we have ought with someone, we go and apologize, make it right. If, if we've done something that we know is not pleasing to our father, a simple word of asking for forgiveness will do it. We get right back on the path like a child who has fallen. We get right back up and continue this beautiful walk with our Lord. Mm, such a great reminder. As is our favorite scripture, a great reminder. What is that, Teresa? Absolutely, Renee. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. We will see you next week. Watch your words today. Absolutely. Be blessed by the positive words you speak. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We truly do appreciate your time and hope that this fills you up every single time. We do have a Facebook community where we can get together. Just ask to join the Wellversed Woman Facebook community and we'll certainly approve you. We still have Wellversed Woman journals. If you want to rate, review, and subscribe to this channel, we would be so honored to send you one right in the mail. And last but not least, don't forget the show notes. They're so important. If you don't have a Bible handy and you want to know these scriptures, go ahead and click on the show notes you'll be taken to the complete list of exactly the words that are all about speaking words today. That's so important. Until next time, we love you. Bye now.